This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. here uh, routinely hey, let's say five five days a week or so five six you know whatever. four somewhere in there yeah well yeah i mean not whatever. on average we don't do five days I mean, you know whatever vacations it's... and sometimes i'm sick i've got other things to do we're here get off our back yeah whatever okay mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> real okay. shocker that uh, new york city has uh, been hit with ebola um we were stunned by that uh-huh um you know because it's not like a f- by the way this is interesting because this guy came in he was a uh, he's an american citizen uh, and by the way we should probably point out that this is what he's done over there is something pretty amazing. I mean, he's taking obviously put his life at risk to try to help others, and there's you know there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I know everyone's calling him a lot of nasty names today because he was an idiot, uh, but his uh, and he is those are fine. However, we should recognize that he that work does need to be done, and uh, you know these are real people dying over it there. It does, but I am. Um stunned by the magnitude of his stupidity. Yeah, very stupid. I mean, I can't. You're a doctor. You were just in West Africa working with Ebola patients. You come back to the United States of America. You're not feeling well. Uh, You're feeling quite crappy, as a matter of fact, in the morning. You're developing a fever. Uh, hmm. You have body aches. Hmm. Another sign. Huh. So you're thinking, okay, well, I'm self-monitoring. I'm going to what I'm going to do, I think, is go bowling tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the subway there. <laughs> and I'm going to take a cab, too. And I'm going to take one of those Uber cars. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's what he did. I mean, you're a doctor. You know better than that. You know it's possible you have Ebola. You know what we're you facing. You don't risk it. But he did. He did. And, uh, you know, now they're saying that they are monitoring the three contacts he had while he was in the state. Um, my guess is he had more what? than three, three contacts. Three contacts? Yeah, because they're saying, like, on the subway? Okay, here are the people that they he actually talked to, he right. shook hands with, he had physical contact with, not counting the thousands of people that he walked by, that he was in yeah. the same tube with yeah. as they were going under the ocean, uh, under the river. Um, really I, frightening. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. it. I, look, they don't even know how the guy got Ebola because he was supposedly completely protected. Okay, he was wearing the gear. Yeah, at no time did he ever not wear the gear he was supposed to wear. So they don't have any idea how he got it. Yeah. How are they going to know how other people are going to get it from him? I know. They don't. The so, good thing about bowling, too, is that you never touch anything else no, at a bowling right. alley. You touch your ball. Right. That's and it. That's, that's it. it. Except for not. Except for well, exactly not. My understanding, though, is we can't ban Ebola patients from bowling because that would slow the flow of rental shoes to West Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is a good reason. Well, we see right here why the officials are so, 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 so right. You can't have a travel ban no. from West Africa because it would make it much worse. 
Well, and look, right? this, I, my guess is, though, in all seriousness, that particular part of the, the Pat and Stu and Glenn Beck policy that we've dis- described over the past few weeks would not have stopped this case, this guy from coming into the country. It would, would have, have, it would have isolated it him. It would have isolated him. He's a citizen. We're not stopping citizens Our from coming Our policy would be Our that, policy. okay, you were working with Ebola patients, sit here for 21 days. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a, okay. here's a three-pronged plan. Three plan. You ready for it? Have a good time. Okay, so, number one, no more commercial flights from West Africa, none, mm-hmm. zero. Number two, uh, anyone who flies in from somewhere else that has West Africa on their passport since the breakout started, uh, no. You're not coming in. Number three, if you happen to be a citizen and you have the West Africa passport, then you have to be quarantined for 21 days. I mean, that, that, those three things would stop every single case we've had of Ebola so far. Um, uh, you know, it's possible. Like, they make this thing. I was very encouraged yesterday as I got onto the Twitter. And as you know, we've been trying to solve this question as to why we can't have a travel ban. And they keep saying, well, you first do no harm. It's going to make it worse there. And, of course, that makes no sense. So one of my favorite writers wrote a post on this, Nate Silver, over at 538. And they do great work, and it's one of my favorite sites to go read uh, analysis of stuff. He writes, why a travel ban wouldn't work. This guy's one of the smartest guys out there. He's got to have a good reason, right? He's got to have a good reason. I'm very excited to read this because here's Uh the solution. Finally, I'm going to learn why this wouldn't work. Oh, good. And the reason? He writes a big post about how, well, if you ban them coming here, there'd still be flights going to other places, and there's a lot of flights going to places like Europe, and then they could just fly here from Europe. No. It's the passport. And he, and he writes something like, we could go and ban anyone with, uh, the, you know, if they're a Liberian national, but that's, you know, and we're not saying every, everyone who is a Liberian national. We're saying people who were in Liberia in the past few, few weeks to months, right? Do they understand the concept of a passport right. for international travel? Do they understand that, like, American citizens, I've got one of my, I've got one with me wherever I go. It's a passport, and I must have it in order to go somewhere internationally. Right. Okay, so when they when they look at my passport, let's say Ebola is running rampant through America and you can't go to France. Let's say let's it's running say. rampant through America. Let's like say. let's say this crazy world where Ebola comes to America. How wild would that be? So France has banned all travel uh, from America to France. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I want to go to Paris really bad. So I go to the airport and I show them my passport and I'm like, I'm going to Paris. No, you're not. Travel ban. Uh, you're, you're, you've got an American passport. There's a travel ban. You're not going. It's that freaking well, but then simple. You'd say, Wait but then I'd say, hold it. I'm going to go to I'm London. I'm flying to Toronto, yeah. and then I'm going to fly yeah. <laughs> to France. You're never going to see this so, one coming. So I fly from Dallas to Toronto. Now what happens? I go in the airport in Toronto, and I show them my passport to get on the plane to France. And they see United States, and they say, nope, you're not going. I'm like, wait, what? But I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm from I'm Toronto. In, I'm from Toronto now. No, you've got an American passport. You're not coming to France. That's the policy. It's, it's just, not, it's so freaking easy. Yeah. It's almost child's play. It's not a policy of simply stopping wow. flights from West wow. Africa. If you just did that, correct, it wouldn't work in theory, although it would still work better than what we have now. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's be clear but here. All the Canadians who are in Toronto get to still go. Yeah. To, to Paris. Yes. I just don't because I have the American passport. Right. And again, even if you just 
banned commercial flights from Africa. Would it work? It would work better than what we have now. We know that one of the two starting cases of Ebola did occur that way. We would have stopped that one. Um, and yes, is it possible that some Liberian national could say, you know what, I want to get there so bad, and they fly to Europe, and we don't do the passport thing, and then they fly here. That would be possible. It would put an extra strain on someone trying to do that because they would have to pay for two flights instead of one, and the country per capita income is $400 a year. So... Is it possible? Absolutely, it's possible. It would restrict it. If you put in the three-prong process we're talking about, which, again, no commercial flights from West Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, people uh, uh, know what, that have West Africa, and I say West Africa really for the three countries we're talking about here. It's not, every, it's not even everybody in West Africa. Um, uh, but the three countries we're talking about that have that country on their passport would not be able to fly here from other countries. And three, if an American citizen is flying here, they need to be quarantined for 21 days if they've been in these countries. That's it's, a, care of it's a major Ebola. inconvenience, I'll tell you that. It but there, there's, outside of that, you're mm -hmm. only talking about crossing borders illegally, which you've told us is not a problem. Uh, it's either that or some other crazy way that we haven't dreamt up yet. It doesn't stop every case, probably. But it should stop. It stopped everyone we've had so far, I am so, and it would probably stop 99% of them. I'm so tired of the it doesn't stop everything all the time yeah. argument. It's, it's asinine. You're trying to remove it's risk as same, much as possible. Yeah, it's the same argument they use. Oh, well, you can never completely, absolutely, 100% secure the border. Someone, somewhere, will always get across someday. Yes. Yeah, it, yes. But could we make it about a thousand percent better than it is now? It's like saying, well, yes, look, uh, you know, look, yes, you can lock your doors. Yes, you can have an alarm system, but someone's got to figure out a way to get into your house. If and they could really they? Want to. Yes, yes, they could. They could. they could. I'm going to make it the most difficult on them as I possibly can. And they should also know once they do get in. I have a gun. Uh, I've got an AR-15, and, and that's uh, what you're going to be staring be down the barrel of. Spraying okay. bullets Sorry. all over you. Uh, here's uh, New York City Mayor uh, de Blasio announcing last night the Ebola case in New York City. Today, testing confirmed that a patient here in New York City mm -hmm. had tested positive for Ebola. The patient is now here in Bellevue Hospital. We want to state at the outset there is no reason for New Yorkers to be alarmed. <laughs> Ebola no. is an extremely hard <laughs> disease to contract. How it's did transmitted he get it? only through contact with an infected person's blood or other bodily fluids, not through casual contact. Hmm. Then New Yorkers who have not been exposed how? to an infected person's bodily fluids are not at all at risk. Then how? We want to emphasize that New York City did the has the world's strongest public health system, the world's leading medical experts, and the world's most advanced medical equipment. We've been preparing for months for the threat posed by Ebola. We have clear and strong protocols which are being scrupulously followed and were followed in this instance. And Bellevue Hospital is specially designed for isolation, identification, and treatment of Ebola patients. So you can only get it from an Ebola-infected person's blood. This doctor that has it now happens to be uh, a vampire. Mm -hmm. he, he's a vampire doctor. And he was sucking the blood of Ebola patients in right. West Africa. Yeah. That's the only That's the reason only he way has it. Had it. Yeah. It's the only uh, reason he now, has it. Now, look, did this guy do then, right. then he had sex with it. He did have a little bit of sex with some Ebola patients. So a little patients. bit of sex, a little bit of blood drinking. I, okay, it's going to happen from time to time. You don't have Jeffy? to worry. <laughs> 
from Jeff. time to time. Mm -hmm. Right? A little bit of It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But this guy did deal with these fluids, right? We do know that. But he was wearing, he was wearing protective gear. Which is supposed to protect you. protective gear that's supposed to protect you. At mm -hmm. this point, uh, I'm not saying that everybody that rides a Don't subway with uh, somebody should be completely freaked out. But if I was a nurse or a doctor, I would be completely freaked out. And let me ask you this. It's, if, it's let's, at that point. Let me ask you this. Seriously. If you're in New York today... Uh, and you ride the subway. We normally didn't because we came in from the suburbs. I did. I did a lot. But once I in a while, you, you did. I, when, I took once the we train were there, in, so. you did do it, right? Yeah, I took the train in, so I always I took it. Would you be nervous to take a subway today? Would you be nervous about it? Uh, no, probably no? not. Jeffy, you wouldn't either? No. Really? No. I, think I, I frankly would. would. And Am that's I, understandable. Am I ignoramus? Am I an ignoramus? No. No, I just, I, no. you know, I, 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 I'd look at it as a low probability thing, you know, mm -hmm. but I, I, still, it's, it, 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 you don't want any probability of freaking Ebola. Up until, I don't know, a few months ago, there was none. A, a month ago, there was no prob there's no probability of getting Ebola in the United States. That was yeah. not something, it was a joke. It was, but now we have blood drinking uh, sex having doctors mm, in, in West true. Africa who are bringing it back. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Um, I was do? at a uh, one of these little, uh, you know, what do they call them? Uh, the drop-in doctor guys, uh, the urgent care facilities. Uh, they have them all around Dallas. You know what I'm talking about? The drop-in guys. You don't like make appointments. It's not like you're necessarily your normal doctor, but you go in there urgent for... Urgent care. Or, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I said. Um, so yeah, these are good, too, because you don't have to go in there and sit there for hours and hours. You call them. Is this the one you're yeah. talking about? Mm -hmm. You call them and you say, hey, oh, I've got this. Walk and, I just or walk you in. walk in sometimes. But they have the ones now where you, you call them ahead of time and you say, hey, uh, I've got this, these symptoms. And then they call you back when they have a room ready. And they say, and first, on the first call, you tell them, I'm 15 minutes from there. So 15 minutes before the room's going to be open, they call you back and say, yeah, be here in 15 minutes. And then you're there and you get right in. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, most of the time just walk, I like it. walk right in the front door, sign the thing, say this is what's going on. And then you walk back. And it's, you know, like the copay is a little more than the normal doctor. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you know, at least with our insurance. Um, but it's, they're pretty easy. And, you know, you don't have to try. Like one of the most frustrating things is trying to make appointments with your doctor when you need to go to your doctor because you can't plan them. Like, you have to make an appointment for something you can't plan because you don't know when you're going to be sick. So you could call up and say, look, I'm really sick. Can I get in there some point today? Sorry, we're stacked up. Well, then what do you do? Mm -hmm. That's why I like these places. Anyway, I was in one with, uh, with my son uh, recently, and we were getting essentially the, the, the flu mist. Have you tried the flu mist yet? <laughs> Very sexy. Uh, the flu mist is a hell of a lot better than the flu shot, by the way, because the flu mist is, like, mildly uncomfortable in your, in your nose, and then it's done. Like, they just squirt, like, it's basically feels like they're squirting a little water up your nose. And they claim that it's just as good. They say it's better, actually. Um, I, I don't do the flu shot. I know, you're not a big fan of that. No, I, I know. Do that. But anyway, I did. So you know why? Because it's it causes all kinds of problems. Okay. Well, you know why? It yes, gives you the flu. And really? here's the autism. I feel okay. Autism. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's what it gives you. Wait, okay. what? It gives you the flu. You're just going to go. And it gives you autism. Are you just going to pile all of these theories on top of each other for yes. this one? Okay. Good. Yes. I like it. Uh, so anyway, we're in there. This is separate <laughs> from the store. Why do you leave the house? <laughs> I know. How do you? Uh, so we're in this place. And uh, a friend of ours, a few, I don't know, a few hours later, is in the same place doing, some, you know, maybe the same thing with their kid. Uh, and they're sitting in the waiting room, and the doctor comes out and goes, all right, guys, you all have to leave. We have uh, some patient with possible Ebola symptoms. 
Seriously? So yeah, and they had to the they had to clear this entire place out because they had Were someone in the back room. I wasn't there, so I it was for me it was easy because I was there just a couple hours before that, so I was a, really of no risk. But they, they, a wow. friend of ours was at the same place, and they came out and they said, "Hey, uh, you know, look, we got someone with Ebola symptoms in the back. Uh, you need to leave." Now, of course, I assumed because I didn't hear about it on the news that uh, you know that it turned symptoms. out to be negative. Some of those places, I've heard some reports uh, on the local news that some of the urgent cares uh, are locking their door now, so that when you walk up, like you did, you're not just walking in because uh, you ring the bell and they come up and they ask you, have you in the last 30 days traveled to any of the areas in West Africa below? And they ask you, you know, Guinea, Liberia, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Senegal, Democratic Republic of Congo. If you were to answer yes, mm -hmm. uh, you need to go somewhere else. I was there twice last week. Uh, or, last week and they ask you, mm -hmm. have you had potential contact with a person with known or suspected Ebola virus disease? Mm-hmm. And yeah. doctor's offices yeah. are... You had sex with that doctor, well. right? Right. Yes. Pat had sex with that doctor. Yeah. I mean, you have a little well, sex and a little blood drinking. I drank a little bit of his blood, you know, too. I, I didn't realize he had Ebola. Blood, so. Yeah, I didn't Sorry. know at the time. But whatever. Um, here's This is kind of interesting because Dr. Spencer... Spencer is his name, right? This mm -hmm. doctor? Uh, cops, New York City cops, went through his uh, apartment to you know make sure there was no Ebola-tainted stuff. And here's what they did with their stuff afterwards. This is great. I think this is going to work out really well for us, frankly. Watch this. Uh, here they are coming out of the, uh, they've just come out of his apartment. Getting and, exposed skin. Or they may not have been in his apartment, but then they're throwing all this stuff away in the garbage can right there. And the gloves. Gloves, mask, <laughs> everything goes right into the public garbage can that's completely wide open there for everybody to be exposed to. This to is why, in America, Ebola is nothing to worry about. <laughs> Stop it. I don't even want to hear from you people on, oh, I'm so scared Ebola's going to spread. Look at that. Yeah. What Look about at the that? precaution they're taking. Shut up. They didn't just dump it in the street or put it in someone's food. <laughs> they actually put it in a garbage they can. They didn't go directly to a water supply. Right. No. If they threw it in the water supply, maybe you'd have a point. Maybe. But, but, you, you but the other thing is, too, you know what we're doing here. We're... We're not doing the travel ban, which would have made things so much worse. So thankfully, we're not doing a travel ban, right? Because that, that first do no harm, and that would have done a lot of harm to do the travel ban. The other thing they decided to do was the extra screening precautions at the airport, the enhanced screening at the airport. That was big. That was huge. Yeah, I was going to stop everything. We're okay because we're doing extra screening at the airport which is what Dr. Spencer went through at the airport, the extra screening process. I think you misspoke there. The doctor walked right by the screening and did not participate, no, he went and that's right why they didn't catch the it. No, he the extra screening process <laughs> at the airport. No, he and came in on a boat, and then he went tunneled under uh, the no, security system. he went through the extra screening process at the airport, which is what we said at the time. That's not going to help. Not going to help. That's not going to help. If you're not exhibiting symptoms at the time, you're not going to detect it, which they did not. They didn't detect it until after he went to the subway and the uh, cab and the Uber car and the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. And then they said, oh, plus he's got a temperature of 103. Huh, he's hot blooded. Let me check it and see. And what was this thing Glenn was talking about? Is this real? When he, I couldn't tell if Glenn was kidding or not. So did he said you, it was real. De Blasio said it was his temperature was not 103; it was 100.3. Supposedly, that, that's can pretty we check big. on that fact, please? That's a, that seems Glenn Beck facty. <laughs>
that's that's something we should politifact. Yeah. But here's what I was talking about. The healthcare worker returned through JFK airport participate listen to this. On October seventeenth, participated in enhanced screening for all returning travelers from West Africa. Mm -hmm. So, let's see, so the, there it is. Done deal from the CD freaking so C. That was the 17th. I, I can't and stand today it. today is the 24th. Yesterday was the 23rd. So it's a week. I know I don't want to do any Jeffy math, but I'm pretty sure that's Seems less to be one, than 21 days. Yeah, quite a, quite a few less. The patient didn't have fever or other symptoms of illness during screening, reported fever to health officials for first time yeah, today. Yeah, because that's what we that's told what, you morons the in the first place. That's how it works. That's how it works! <laughs> We're DJs. We're talk show hosts, and we knew that wasn't gonna work. I, I, All right. I know we've run we, we've run really late here, I, but just I, I, walk walk me through. Walk, take this little stroll with me here mm, for a second. Pat. Mm -hmm. Ebola pops up in West Africa. People start saying ban travel. He does not ban travel. Meaning the president of the United States does not ban travel. Does not put any of these policies in place. Mm -hmm. We get Ebola. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then. They have a chance to stop it with this patient and mm -hmm. take basic precautions. They don't take those precautions. They pe they're putting nurses in there with exposed skin, uh, with not without the full body suits. Then they get Ebola. Then another person gets Ebola. So now we have a couple of nurses who get Ebola. Then they finally get through this thing and they say, well, the way we're going to solve this is, again, not your travel ban that would have stopped this case. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to enhance, we're going to screen these people in some enhanced way, take their temperature or something as they get off the plane, and mm -hmm. that's going to solve it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then that happens. We all say again, no, that's not going to work. Do a travel ban. Again, they go through with the screening. Someone goes through the screening with the Ebola virus, gets through, goes on the subway, and goes and uh, and and goes and go bowling and rents shoes that someone else is now wearing. Mm -hmm. Think about this and ask yourself, how on earth politically does the president of the United States survive something like that? This has been a cacophony of errors from the very start. Literally everything this person has done to affect this situation. Oh, and I forgot to throw in the middle of that. He he named his buddy's uh, 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 buddy, his his buddy's crony, Joe right. Biden's chief of staff to be the Ebola czar. The guy isn't showing up to any of the meetings and has no experience with anything medical at all. Has no interest That was in his other position, answer frankly. to this. And seemingly has no answer. The only thing he's been doing is been talking about how he's going to take over for John Podesta. Yeah. So all of this goes on. How politically does this guy survive? I don't even, even with... The uh, with the ridiculous media that we have, how can they let him off on this? I mean, this has been that, a, a disaster. How does our nation I know. survive? I don't be Glenn Beck on me for a second. How does the don't, nation no, survive? Don't be Glenn Beck on me for a second. Because I know we're supposed to say, well, I, well he survives just fine. We need to ask ourselves about this. Is Glenn Mustaf. How about for a second we actually focus on the politics? Because how he, the hell he is this guy's approval fine. rating over eight? I don't know. Just, and, it does, and it will. You're right. We're just he will. And his reaction to this, which is was killing, will end up and has killed people here in the United States, is the same as it has been for all of the the problems that he's had. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. we we come out, everything's fine. It's fine. We're on it. We know about it. Then it's then it's uh, we're on it. We're following protocols. It might be it might be worse than what we had anticipated. Then it's, uh, oh, we're mad, we've got to redo it, we've got to rethink it, we're still on it. And then in the behind-the-scenes reports are he's mad as hell because people are failing him. I mean, that's what he does, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Just, it's agonizing. Yeah, I mean, it's always, whenever you hear uh, a report of, Oh, you, you guys don't understand. Um, it, behind the scenes, Barack Obama is really pissed off. He's yelling at everybody. He's losing his yeah. temper. When you hear that, you know they think they've really effed it up.
Yeah. Like, they are at the point now where they realize how bad they look. So they leak these reports of him getting all angry behind the scenes because he can't ever show any emotion in front of the cameras. They say he's very emotional behind the cameras. Right. I don't buy it at all. And uh, and I will say, man, this is a disaster. He has been – he has done a Horrible job. Horrible. And I, I heard someone say this on one of the news shows yesterday, and, and I do believe this is true. They started off, they didn't do the travel ban, and now they're locked into that position. And because mm-hmm. they are so freaking focused on the politics of the situation, they can't admit they made a mistake at the beginning by saying, oh, okay, look, we were wrong on the travel ban thing. We should have done this. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying they're doing everything except it. Oh, well, we can only go to these mm-hmm. five airports. And, you know, we're going to do extension. And we're going to keep in touch with these people for a few weeks afterwards. And all the things that you don't, wouldn't need to do if you had a travel ban. It's like they can't admit their mistake. And when you're talking about people's lives on the line from a Let's deadly disease, admit your damn mistake yes. and just do the right thing. He's incapable of it. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> if you do that, then people will say he, behind the scenes, Stu is slapping his legs vigorously. Anger, I'm angrily, angrily angry. Ugh. So they say that uh, without massive, without a massive scale up of aid, uh, the epidemic in Liberia will explode. Uh, That's according to a computer simulation of the disease. Um, Assuming the assumptions are challenged by some of the experts, but projected that by December 15th, uh, Montserrado Montserrado County would have up to 171,000 cases of Ebola. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be bad. Uh, the total would be 12% or nearly 1 in 8 of the country's population. More than 90,000 of those cases would be fatal. Uh, wow. That, that's, that's not good. No? That's not okay, good. I'm, not, I'm not a doctor. so It's I'm not, not a positive. Okay, that's going to be a negative? Then? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a real negative. Okay. Uh, also, but- Mali becomes the sixth... West African nation hit by Ebola. Again, are we, are, would you say that we would ban travel today from Mali? Yes. You would. See, I would not. I mean, yes. we're talking, one case is not, you know, that you shouldn't ban, you shouldn't <clears throat> ban travel from the United States, um, I, you know, because of this. But for, to yes. me, it's still the three main countries that are having large um, breakouts. And I would because Ebola. I don't have confidence in the Mali officials and the... You know what's going on over there necessarily that they're going to contain this. Oh, I because they have it. I, I think you know I, what I mean. Wow, I heard it. Yeah, I yeah. heard it there. Uh, racist is what that was. That was racist. <laughs> That's what that was. So what, what you're saying was? is you don't have faith in black people no, uh, to no. be I'm able saying, to handle. Uh, I'm wow. saying I've seen. You I've heard seen, it? Did you hear it? Uh, America heard it. <laughs> America heard that one, Pat. Mm-hmm. Oh, you let it slide finally. Yeah, I don't all care. this time uh, hiding your racism when saying the, things the that were the, the opposite of racism all these years. Mm-hmm. And it's just been br- all that racism been br- growing, bubbling bubbling. up. Bubbling yeah. up underneath, and you make thousands and thousands of statements that aren't racist, and then one slips, and we know your true intentions. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I guess it's out. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too. All right. It would be yeah. coming yeah, Put that in your pipe and yeah. smoke it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, racist mix, mix racist tea. <laughs>
Dude, McGrace. McGrant. McGrace. McGrace is so. Okay, Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven back. After all this Ebola talk, I feel like there's uh, a little uh, something different. It's time for really, uh, yeah. And I, I love it. I've sung the praises, uh, sang the praises of this for how long, uh, Pat? Uh, over five minutes. Five minutes. Well over five. Well, minutes. actually, it started in eighteen forty-one. Yeah. I said, you know what? There's really funny is between is that two over furnace. five minutes? Is yes. over? Yeah, yes. It is. So. It is. And that's why I was yeah. just being a little more specific. I wasn't okay. disagreeing with you. All right. Uh, in 1841, I believe I started talking about Between mm-hmm. Two Ferns uh, with Zach Galifianakis. Now, Zach Galifianakis is a, kind of a big star now, but he, when he started this, he wasn't. Uh, he was kind of a... Kind of people didn't know who he was. And he's on one He'd of the, done a Hangover movie by then, though, No, right? no. It's oh, way, way before that, yeah. Really? Way before that, yeah. Wow. Um, and he's a, he's a really funny guy. He's been around for a long time. He's been, One of the funniest shows that no one's ever seen is this uh, show called... Uh, uh, I always get it confused if it's Man Bites Dog or Dog Bites Man. I think it's Dog Bites Man. Um, and uh, it's a show where he was on it. He was one of the, he's one of the, it's a news team, four actors playing a news team. And they go around and cover these stories, um, and, but they're, they're actors. Everyone else in the entire series is, are real people. So mm-hmm. they will go and like, have interviews with real people, um, but they're complete idiots. And he, Zach Galifianakis was one of the producers on that show, um, and it just really—I mean, the, the show is brilliant, and it only it lasted like one season. What is it? It is Dog Bites Man. Dog Bites Man um, It's a brilliant show, and it only lasted one season. But he's done—he does a lot of that sort of different stuff. He's a really funny guy, um, and he started doing these, which are just really awkward. We showed you the one with Barack Obama, which we have decided was the only good moment in Barack Obama's presidency, mm-hmm. um, where he's actually not bad. Yeah. What was Glenn's reaction to the Barack Obama? He didn't seem as, to like it as much as we did. Yeah, he didn't seem to, but I think he liked it. He liked it overall. Yeah, he liked it. Um, he was complaining because there's a healthcare.gov commercial basically stuck in the middle of it, which is the only reason Obama did it, of course. Um, but it's, it, it was very funny. Yeah. Um, so he's got a new episode out. You, you found this one, right, Pat? Uh, yeah, I, I like this. It's uh, Brad Pitt uh, between two ferns, and uh, it's has- pretty funny. It's... It's an awkward, <laughs> on purpose kind of uh, interview setting, and it's it's unlike probably anything you've ever seen, where he's just trying to piss off the the guest. And uh, here's here's the first part of that. No, I'm just saying that I interviewed the president last time, and now I'm gonna you know go back to interviewing dumb actors. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, it's fine. It's fine. He's a big star. <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to uh, another edition of Between Two Ferns. I'm your host, Zach Galifianakis. My guest today, Bradley Pitts. Bradley Pitts, thanks for joining me. It's, it's my pleasure. Bart Pitt. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Zero? <laughs> I'll tell you about my when I lost my virginity. I would really not like to hear that. Showers. Mm. Why don't you take them? <laughs> You play a lot of uh, people that are kind of uh, Nazi haters, which is weird to me. Why do you say that? Because you look like Hitler's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I understand the, the conundrum of it all. 
<laughs> Naked pictures of you were in Playgirl magazine many years ago, and I only know that because my dad got a subscription for me after I graduated from junior high school. <laughs> and um, anyway, tell us about this movie, Furry. It's Fury. Fury. It's not furry. No. <laughs> that's uh, funny. That's brilliant. That's funny. That's great brilliant. stuff. And uh, so. How old were you when you first lost your virginity? Zero? <laughs> Showers. Why don't you take them? Mm. Good uh, questions. Good it, questions. That's one of the urban legends about him is that uh, he doesn't take a shower. Yeah. And Angelina Jolie or something don't believe in showers or something. So it's kind of funny they brought that up. That's, that's interesting. Uh, and uh, here's some, some more of this uh, genius. Is it hard for you to maintain a suntan? Why? Because you live in your wife's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so because I, too, I had a, a romantic fling with someone that was... <coughs> I'm sorry. I had a romantic fling that was... <laughs> my last piece. ...public, and it got on my nerves, and because she kind of outshined me. That was my last piece. It's, um... I had the same thing with Condi Rice. <laughs> Sharing oh, gum. Really? Rice. Tell me what it was like uh, the first time that you oh, uh, laid eyes on Angelina. Was it like one of those classical love stories? Like when, I don't know, when Ross first saw Rachel? You know that show, Friends? Have you seen that? I like that song. Do you think people focus maybe too much on your looks and, and don't even, you know, realize that you're just the actor? <laughs> and then he spits in his face and the gum sticks in his eye. That's kind of funny. I mean, it's just, that's good. I, I mean, that's funny. Next question. <laughs> and it's really good, too, because, of course, there's the other undercurrent there about him dating Friends star Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. This multi-layered comedy yeah. right there that uh, uh, is just genius. Yeah. Just sheer comedic genius. It really is. It's I mean, good they, stuff. They do a really good job with this. I, again, I, I've gone through... When, when when I first discovered that, which was a lot, it was a long time ago, and going back, there was still probably a few episodes that had been done, and I just watched all of them. I literally went through every single one of them that he had done because they're just so funny. I don't know. That's just, that, that's my sort of odd. That's a, that's my sense of humor. It's just how many that really there awkward been? awfulness. How many of them? I don't been know. I feel like those dozens. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Can you find the exact number on that, Jeffy? If you can count that high. Oh look, no, just two. This one and Barack. <laughs> no, it's not true. Uh, all right. Uh, 888 back. We'll get that uh, number for you in a second. And we have uh, really interesting audio from MSNBC where they have uncovered uh, an extreme case of racism. Um, Thank goodness for this because... This is brutal. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's damning. It's shocking. It's, uh, I'm trying to think of the word that Crystal Ball uses uh, to describe it. Is it shocking or stunning? One of the two. Anyway, it is. And you're going to find it unbelievable. Uh, and we'll share that with you coming up here on Pat and Stu. Where's the food? How do you have your food? Oh, yeah? How many? 20. 20. Mm. He's one of 
So yesterday Welcome. we found, uh, I mean, look, places do good journalism sometimes, sometimes they do bad journalism. Yesterday we found out that Al Sharpton discovered the real name of the murderer in Canada, mm -hmm. uh, which was... Uh, Beelzebub. Beelzebub Beetlejuice. Yes. Beelzebub, uh, something like that. Uh, so we found that yesterday, and MSNBC continues their uh, wonderful streak. These guys, uh, wow. uh, they're going to win like a Pulitzer Prize mm -hmm. really soon because they're awesome. Here's what they, did you see what they stumbled onto in this? It's you amazing. seem to be leading to this. Have, yeah. you, have you seen uh, the quality journalism done here? Mm -hmm. It's pretty this is staggering. Um, so it's a segment on, on well, um, this is also self-explanatory. Here's uh, Crystal Ball's report. You will be amazed. A striking trend emerging striking. from the political debates in this year's most critical races. An MSNBC analysis has found that white men have dominated the moderator's seat in 2014's biggest campaign <laughs> debates. In the most pivotal Senate and governor's races, seven out of ten debate moderators and panelists no. were men. And the overwhelming majority were white. In <gasps> fact, in top Senate races, 92% of journalists asking questions were white. Oh now, these God. numbers may be attributed to the smaller number of women and minorities that we find working at the highest levels in the television news you industry. You think? Is that... Po it, no. Is that... Po no. It's total racism. That's what it is. It's not that there's not that many women in the industry, frankly, who've gotten to that position. It's flat out, complete and utter disgusting racism. I will say there is some sexism in the news industry. There's a, a documentary that I saw called Anchorman in which they, uh, <laughs> the woman had a really tough time rising uh, to the anchor role because of the sexism of the other uh, anchors. Well, I give you the name of the, the documentary, Anchorman. Mm -hmm. uh, it tells you uh, everything you need to know right there. But, uh, and they mentioned that it was MSNBC that uncovered this horrific uh, trend. And it's kind of interesting because let's take a look at MSNBC's primetime lineup and see the staggering, uh, shocking, striking mm. uh, trend. You see The Ed Show, which starts things off at five. Then you have Paul with a white guy. Uh, then you have another guy, uh, but he's not white. Mm -hmm. Then you have another guy, uh, Chris white. Matthews, who is white. Then you have another guy who is white, uh, Chris Hayes. Then you have a girl who is white, white. Mm -hmm. Rachel Maddow, and then you have a guy who is white, Lawrence O'Donnell. Yeah. So basically, if you want to do the white thing, which was the seemingly the focus here, five out of six of their hosts, which would be 83% of their hosts in primetime. Now, if you want to add on the person doing the report, who also happened to be white, then you'd be at uh, <laughs> six out of seven. Um, so I think uh, maybe they don't know what they're talking about, as usual. I mean, that's unbelievable. I, they constantly, and this is, remember, this they, all the time. I will say they did the get time. rid of Keith Olbermann as well to put in these people who, of course, also was white. Uh, yes. Uh, pretty, pretty white. Yes. In fact, incredibly white. Uh, one of the whitest people I've ever seen. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, the, the amount of effort. Uh, it, it, it put the lack into of self-awareness. Yeah. 
You know, here they come up with this incredible, this striking report that says most moderators and most hosts are white on a network where virtually everybody is white, except for Al, uh, is pretty unaware of yourself and your surroundings. How can, and then you extend it beyond the primetime lineup. Uh, you have the, the morning cup of postum mm-hmm. with a white guy and a white girl, right? Mm-hmm. And then every one of their commentators around the table with them every day. White, white men. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how do you not notice that? Yeah. Go throughout the whole lineup all day long. They have one black person on the, on the channel. One. Well, they have uh, what's a, well, there's a fem- the female there's a female um, African American lady during the day that I think is there uh, is there one uh, yeah I can't think of her name though uh, Joy, Joy Reed she's on and what about the other one we used to make fun of Melissa Harris Perry isn't that her Melissa Harris Perry she does what weekends or something or yeah, is, it, is she even on anymore I don't think she has a show anymore I could be wrong mm-hmm. on really. That. Um, well, the higher look that up, may or look may that up, Jeffy. Show. Let's let's check on that because uh, still, that's that's Melissa. Shame if she lost it. Well, you know what it is: sexism shame. and racism. Thank if you. They fired her. Thank you. Um, exactly sexism and racism. Which is which is exactly what would happen if they fired Al Sharpton. Yeah, you know, this is why she. I mean, look, so good. That we've covered this for a long time. Al mm-hmm. Sharpton is horrible at television. He yes. should not have a show. I mean, it's not because he's a bad, uh, you know, person. It's and he is, but. Uh, the reason is he's just terrible at television. And now look, we're terrible at television too. We we fully admit we shouldn't have shows, but he should admit it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> in fact, let's remind you of Al's uh, incredible talents here. Um, this oh, yeah. is this is what happened yesterday with Al. Uh, the accused shooter was a Canadian national named Michael Joseph Hall. He also goes by the name Michael Zihabiba. <laughs> Joining me now from Ottawa is CBC reporter Chloe Fadeo by phone freelance journalist Justin Ling, who was on lockdown today in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and Leif Alcori, uh, a t- counter-terror expert uh, here with me in the studio. Thank you all for being here. <laughs> Chloe, let me go to you first. What's the latest tonight in Iowa? <laughs> well, in that Ottawa. Was... Well, in Ottawa. Ottawa. In, in Ottawa. Let first of all, the guy, the guy, douche all the fame. The, the guy also goes by the name of Michael Zeha Beetlejuice, Beetlebob, Beetlebobble. And let's go now to Idaho and talk about Boise, Idaho potatoes. <laughs> the Boise State about to play BYU tonight. Mm. And uh, their quarterback used to go by the name of Michael Jones Hall. <laughs> but now he's Michael Beetlejuice Beetlebob. Yes. I was, I don't know about you, I was very uh, shocked to hear Bilbo Baggins got into that uh, sort of thing. I, he did, though. When you look at that thing in its entirety, it's uh, where you have him starting out with a with name that he cannot pronounce and then ending up with, let's go from Ottawa to Iowa. And the guy that's in studio is sitting next to him, he can't even say can't his name. Can't say his name? That's worth another look. I mean, that is priceless. That's almost like... Uh, best of compilation in one, one clip. unedited clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's watch it. There one was time. one edit in there, but was there? I think it took. Oh, it a that's true. Bit, yeah. Okay, let's see it. The accused shooter was a Canadian national <laughs> named Michael Joseph Hall. 
He also goes by the name Michael Zihabiba. <laughs> Joining me now from Ottawa is CBC reporter Chloe Fadeo by phone freelance journalist Justin Ling, who was on lockdown today in Ottawa, and Leif Alcoria, Alcoria, a counter-terror expert, here with me in the studio. Thank you all for being here. He's he's horrified. Chloe, let me go to you first. What's the latest tonight in Iowa? Well, in Ottawa. No, Corey, I ask you about Iowa. I'm asking about Iowa. What's the latest there? Tell me about what's going on in Iowa tonight. What is happening with the corn stalks there? I mean, look at this. Look at this staff. It's amazing. You've got half of their primetime lineup is in the Douche Hall of Fame. Half oh, really? Of their lineup. <laughs> Ed is Show, that true? Politics okay. Nation and? With, uh, uh, with Al Sharpton and yes. Hardball with Chris Matthews are in. Chris Hayes, not in. Rachel Maddow, not in. And Ray- Lawrence O'Donnell, not in. Wow. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, How Lawrence O'Donnell? I guess I, I think we've deemed him too irrelevant. Is that what happened to him? Yeah, and he's had a couple. Remember, he came back and was praising the Koch brothers uh, after his big accident. That's true. Um, he's had a couple good, yeah. halfway good moments. Rachel Maddow. I, Rachel Maddow probably could earn her way in. We don't watch enough of her. I don't think yeah. to really, you know, I don't monitor that show very closely. And Chris Hayes. Chris has Hayes. Had some I don't good know mo- that he belongs. Yeah, we've frankly. actually played some good moments from Chris Hayes. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't. I don't think he belongs either. But uh, you know, there's never been an organization. That's been able to get fifty percent into a, into the Jewish Hall of Fame. That's like saying fifty percent of the two thousand twelve Yankees are in the Hall of Fame. Like, no, they can't. You can't get half happen. of a team in. These right. guys got half of their team in the Jewish Hall of Fame. Imagine how proud they are. Is Melissa Harris Perry in the Jewish Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Though. No, just she's irrelevant. She's, boss. Hey, I mean, yeah, she's I still so. on uh, MSNBC weekends. Oh, yeah, she is on shows. She got promoted. Yes, she did. She got promoted to weekends. That's pretty impressive. Wow, that's great. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, there is much more on the way, and we're going to get to it. I just I'm assume... a skeptic. I don't think we're, we're there's anything so? else coming. Yeah. Okay. I'm a skeptic. Say, hey, she wishes she was a usual thing. Yeah, she's not. She's not relevant enough. Although I don't know how Ed Schultz got in. I'm mean, using that standard. I mean, it's got a good point. Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you walk us through this. Okay. Uh, from the couch over here. Uh, I'll be, Wait a minute. I'll be Wait. paying close attention from over here on the couch. Here, why are there's you? A, why are you gonna be over there? I just, I have a better vantage point. I can see the board a little bit better from here. If that's all right. <laughs> why are you laying down though? That doesn't. I got a better angle on the board, so I can see <laughs> that it says 2014 Senate races from here. I couldn't see that from my chair over there. All right, go ahead. But Pat, you're further away. Are you near? No, it's the angle. Or? It's the angle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, so. the, I mean, yeah. I don't. I hate to be on Pat's side, but you know, it's illuminated more from over there. That's true. 
Yeah, the light, okay. the way the light hits right. it from this angle is just perfect. Okay, well, uh, uh, go I ahead. Go. Okay. Walk us through it. So, uh, what we have here is a Senate board. I um, wish we had another couch. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a comfortable chair over there if you wanted to. <laughs> Do you see the. Seriously? Yeah. Come, I mean, on, over. Come on over. Or you can go general. over to this couch over there. This couch over there. Ooh, that's a good idea. I don't know how we're going to shoot this exactly, but I'll just try to just do the sh Stu. I'll do my part and then... This is the Senate races, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeffy, you can't even see the board from where you're going. Oh, it's, uh, I can see it. It's illuminated right over here. But Jeffy... He's got it on the monitor over there. He's got a better shot on the monitor. <laughs> but, right. but if he just wants to watch it on TV, he can go home. We <laughs> All right. Well, so... All right, so we have, um, mm -hmm. this is the Senate race. So what we're going to do is we're going to take up, this is a starting point. What are we going to do? There are a lot of uh, races. Uh, he's, he's sleeping. <laughs> there are a lot of oh. races that are sort of either you have a decision pretty much already made uh, or a heavy lean. For example, Mississippi is not on this board because Mississippi, well, here it is. Mississippi is already leading. But uh, give me, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another state that uh, is so obvious. Texas, for example, mm -hmm. is not on here because it's so obvious it's going to go to uh, to Cornyn. So if you start here, you have basically 45 uh, Democrats. With you so far, 45 Democrats. Yes, thank you, Pat. And 46 Republicans. 46 Republicans. Okay. Okay. That like, leaves like nine toss-ups. <laughs> that was good, Jeffy. It was good. Wait, um, is that a, was that like a legitimate math moment for Jeffy? I think it was. Are you smarter on that couch? <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> now, I will say some of these races are actually closer than is expected. Uh, Arkansas is, it was actually supposed to be very close. Uh, Pryor is down, down a, a few points. So they think, you know, we're, we're giving the, the Republican. That's... It's a leaning uh, state for sure. Mississippi is going to go to Republicans. San, Di uh, San Diego or, or uh, South Dakota, one of the two. Uh, is, I don't know why. I'm, you the know why? San Diego Senate Republican race is a big one. You know why? Too many freaking football stats. I, when I see SD, it's just San Diego yes. Chargers to yes. me. But South Dakota uh, and West Virginia are over here. South Dakota, though, is tightening because of a three-way race there, um, which... It's kind of what the show is actually, in theory, supposed to be. It's supposed mm -hmm. to have three people on it. And we um, do. And we do. Would you guys thank you. I mean, can we at least light their areas? I mean, is no. that it's not no, possible to even turn on? To see the, we wouldn't be able to see the chalkboard. No. Well, yeah, it, it would mess up the lighting. It doesn't on the seem chalkboard. like you're just trying to go to sleep in the middle of the show. That's what it seems like to me. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Okay, so my feet are cold. Those Natasha, is there a blanket somewhere? <laughs> Go ahead, okay. Stu. Walk us through this. So, including these uh, uh, these leaners here, we've got 46 to 45. So, these are the races that are really tight right now. Um, so, we're just going to do what we can to sort of place them in in the particular categories. Most places are just saying these are toss ups, but that's a cop out, right? It's a cop out. There's only a couple real toss outs in there, uh, toss ups in here. So, we're going to take uh -huh. Colorado and shockingly move this one over to the Republican side. Um, and really, this is this is labeled. This should be in theory 42. Okay, and this one should be 44, 43, 42, 41, 40, 39, 38. Okay, so I'm changing it. All right, so it's 42, 38. Yeah, that's you really like, where it is. You with you these leaners in the beginning. We keep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there we go. We're gonna move. Uh, I'm gonna move Alaska over to the Republicans as well. I think they're gonna take Alaska. Yeah, we're gonna. They're gonna um, be baggage in Alaska. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Sullivan is there. He's up by a few points. We're gonna, and these are close races. But again, you got to make predictions here. You can't just be like, oh, we believe all uh, hundred Senate seats are toss-ups. 
and uh, we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take New Hampshire, even though this one's getting very close, and still leave it leaning Democrat. Um, but that one's getting very. Scott Brown is doing very well there lately. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to take uh, North Carolina. And we're going to put that one on the Democratic side. Okay. Um, because they yeah, ran. Kay Higgins is probably going to win that. She's going to probably yes. win that. Uh, Kentucky is really close. But um, Republicans are going to win that. I think Republicans are going to win that as well, even though I can't stand Mitch McConnell. Louisiana Republicans are going to win. McConnell's not going to lose that. Right? What's that? McConnell's not going to lose no, that. No, I don't think he is. No, I don't think so either. And Louisiana, I think is, you're right. And it's I'm Republican. also going to pull, pull Iowa over here. Even though this one's very close, I'm going to give this one leaning towards Republicans. Which these two right now, I would say, are the only two true toss-ups. Where are we right now? Let's count it up right now. So okay, so that's what I'm going to do. 38, so 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47 for the Democrats. And put that okay. 47 here. And then if we're right here, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51 for Republicans. Ooh. With two toss -ups. So it looks like if if they get Georgia and Kansas, it'd be 51-49. But, but Republicans still win. Would control. still control the Senate. Now, look, though, these are this is taking a lot of close calls and giving them to Republicans. For example, San, Die or San Diego, the Chargers, <laughs> they are uh, uh, that one looks like they'll it looks like rounds will hold on to that uh, and, and win. Um, but I will say Iowa is really too close to call. Uh, Louisiana could still go the other way, although I'm you know, confident. That's going to go into a runoff. And this is the interesting thing. These two races right here. See that? See what I just did? Those two races are both runoff states. So if, if no one gets 50%, which it does not seem like e anyone's going to get 50% in either of those races, you have uh, in December, uh, Louisiana, I think it's December 5th. I could be wrong on that date. There's a runoff. And then uh, in, and maybe, it's, maybe it's the 7th. I don't know. It's December. And then Georgia, there's a runoff in freaking January. So think about this. We have, let's just say it comes down and it goes this way somehow. You've got, at that point, 48, you know, 50 to 48 with two left. If the Democrats were to sweep these two runoffs, they would control the Senate because Biden would still uh, give them the vote. So you would have these two runoff races, very real possibilities as we've laid them out here, two runoff possibilities. You wouldn't know who gets the Senate until at least December. And in some scenarios, you might not know until January who controls the freaking Senate. Wow. That is crazy. I mean, look, I, I like the runoff thing. We talked about this with uh, what's-his-face yesterday, uh, uh, Manus, Rob Manus, who's running as uh, I like in it, though, Louisiana. in the general election. I don't mind it, That's but you've got to do the first round of this before the— Yes. Like, do it that the first round in October yes. and then the final round in November. Don't yes. do the first round of it in November. Right. And even worse, and all I can hear is Jeffy breathing over there. What, what are you doing? Are you doing sit-ups on the couch over there? Why are you doing some? Are you exerting yourself in some way? There and breathing heavy like that. Maybe we shouldn't look. If you... <laughs> I was just about to sleep. He's the loudest breather I've ever heard. It really, and, and he's, he's always to be typing, and you hear him. <laughs> You're typing. <laughs> We're not even typing fast. So. <laughs> Jeffy, you don't seem to think that was as funny as, as I do. No, no I, 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 I'm laughing. Why are That's we doing a funny. full body? <laughs> Why don't we just slowly go up and down his body like he's some sex symbol?
What the hell kind of camera work is that? Uh, all right. All right. So anyway, this okay. is where we stand right now. I, I would yep. say right now you've got, if I had to, you know, if you're making these predictions, I kind of had, had Kansas back Gun here. Gun to right? your head. And I had Louisiana over here. Which, so we had that at 51-47. So right now I would say Republicans are favored to win, but these races are close. There's two or three of them that can really go anyway. I mean, it's still, there's a big part of me that cannot believe Republicans are going to win Colorado's Senate race. I just, I, but right now, that's the way it looks. So with only a, a little over a week remaining, that's where we have it, 51-47. Okay. Pat? And part of the reason... Part can, I go, of the reason can I go on the couch now? Uh, no. Okay. Sit down. Shut up. Yes, sir. Part of the reason from the couch? Part of the reason we're in this uh, position right now is because <clears throat> Democrats are just they're running scared from Barack Obama, who's, I don't know, the president of the United States. You would think that they would have him campaigning for them. You would think he'd be in the in the state with them and, and running and raising money and doing stump speeches. And he's doing none of that. Uh, I, I mean, he did one last week and they're like. Barack Obama actually did a rare campaign stump with someone. And I, I forget who it was. Uh, but everybody else doesn't want him anywhere near him. It do, they, they don't want any part of Barack Obama. Here's a bunch of them avoiding him at all cost. But I will tell you this. Uh, Democrats mm. stand tall in support of the mm. Affordable Care Act. Mm. Joe Garcia is working to fix Obamacare. He voted to let you keep your existing health plan and took the White House to task for the disastrous health care website. Democratic wow. candidates will be able to run uh, on Obamacare as an advantage. It's why she blew the whistle on the disastrous health care website, <laughs> calling it stunning awesome. ineptitude, and worked to fix it. All of our candidates are able to run on the provisions of Obamacare. I'm fixing it. And that's what my bill does, and I've urged the president to fix it. Senator Landry says President Obama needs to stick to his word. The Congress of the United States, which wrote the bill, the members which are proud of what they have done, uh, are happy to uh, not run away from what we have done. Really? Fighting like hell to fix the health care law. So it works for Alaska. <laughs> I'm Mark Begich. But I will tell you this. Uh, Democrats stand tall in support of the Affordable Care Act. Wow, that is, is that uh, great? utterly fantastic. We that is the we need to put that out uh, today on our, on Twitter. Just just that montage. It's fantastic. That's great. Uh, I like that a lot. That is a fantastic <laughs> montage. Excellent job uh, there. Uh, this is kind of interesting because uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was asked to name. We were just talking about how nobody wants Obama come into their state and campaigning with them, and it's it's really true. Yesterday on Bloomberg News, uh, Wasserman Schultz was asked, well, which Senate races is Obama campaigning with somebody? And here's what happened. What, and I think what, we hold the Senate. But just me, out of curiosity, what, what, competitive, what, asking, yeah. just what competitive Senate races is the president campaigning in? Like I said, the president wow. has been com campaigning wow. in competitive races. Actually, felt what bad. competitive Senate races is the president campaigning in? Is there one? There are races that the president is campaigning in around the country, and oh he's God. also governing. He's doing both. <laughs> he's doing his job. Oh my God! And he's also spent uh, time r recording uh -huh. robocalls and uh -huh. doing radio uh -huh. spots and uh -huh. making sure that our GOTV uh -huh. focus uh -huh. is as aggressive as possible. Oh, oh I oh. oh my God! Love that douche. She is so uncomfortable. Oh, wow. if I didn't absolutely despise her as I do. <laughs> I would feel bad for her, yeah. but that just gives me glee. I'm sorry, I'm a bad person. No, okay. no you are. You, you are, are, but I'm that's a bad okay. Person. That's okay. Uh, I got to watch that one more time because that yeah, watching more. her squirm like that really name one. Tell me one. 
She can't name one. One Watch race. This. Watch this. This is awesome. And I think what? we hold the Senate. But just out of curiosity, what, what, competitive, what, just, I'm asking, yeah. just what competitive Senate race is the president campaigning in? Like I said, the president has been oh. com campaigning in competitive races. But, but what competitive Senate race is the president campaigning in? Is there one? There are races that the president is campaigning <laughs> in around the country, and he's also governing. He's also he's governing. Doing, he's he's also doing his governing. job, and he's also spent uh, time he's recording also, robocalls uh, and doing radio and, spots uh, and making uh, sure that every... our GOTV focus he's, is as aggressive as possible. He's also working on very hard oh, oh on trying to find the right uh, television remote for, for <laughs> the, <laughs> the West Wing. Uh, he's, wow. he's trying to find a universal remote. He's been doing a lot of shopping. I would not and, want to be Debbie uh, Schultz people yesterday. Oh my gosh. And look at this. MSNBC. Putting her on the spot like that—that that was Bloomberg, Bloomberg News. Oh, yeah, that's Bloomberg, right. Yeah. It was Bloomberg News because mm -hmm. that guy's on MSNBC okay. all the time. Um, so Bloomberg News putting her onto the spot, and MSNBC has been asking questions like that lately because they too are sick and tired of nobody even being willing to uh, mention this president. He's like they said the other day. He's like Ebola. It's like he has Ebola or something. Everybody running from him. And Wasserman Schultz, as big a liar as she is, I know. She's man, prepared for that. She can lie with the best of them. She couldn't even think of a lie there in the amount of time she had. Well, yeah. name one. Okay, if he's, he's campaigning all over the country for these people, tell us one close Senate race where he's campaigning. She couldn't one. pull one out of the hat. She couldn't pull one. one out. That's stunning. I love that. That is awesome. Uh, all right, triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too is coming up soon. Lucky you. Lucky you. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, yes, everybody has access to it. Lucky you. But you know, to actually be here, have access, and be watching it all coming together right now is a special thing. Pat and Stu. You got a tweet there. Ha! Nap time. Pat and Stu. There it is. That's, uh, looks like Jeffy's in the middle of farting. <laughs> Which, by the way, oh, is about 80% of the time. Uh, yeah. That's why if you're, you're, you should be happy this is not a scratch and sniff television show. Yeah. That's a good thing. Can you believe we're a week away from Halloween? I can. I can a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the calendar. It's a week away from Halloween. Yeah. I, it seems like yesterday that we were doing Halloween last year. Is it just me or has time actually sped up? <laughs> that's it. Time has actually sped up. I have a theory on this. I think I think it, I, I, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. If you're a biblical person, there's a revelation somewhere mm -hmm. that uh, time will be sped up for the sake of the righteous. I think it's in Revelation itself. Really? And yeah. And hmm. I don't know if it's a perception thing or an actual thing hmm. that is going For to happen to us. Yes. So if you so don't he will come sooner. That, right. If you don't feel that time is speeding up, then then you're evil. Boy, has so, time sped up. Right. <laughs> I don't think you can lie your way into being no, righteous. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, just so but, you know. I mean, you know, when you're kids, and everybody will say, people will say, well, that's just because you're getting older. And so as you get older, your perspective changes, and yet. 
but my kids so. feel it. Uh, my kids do, too. And my kids have felt it for some time. And, you know, when I was a kid... But are you actually arguing that you believe time is going faster? Is this a I'm actually or That's my actual theory. I gotta tell you, since we've moved I to Texas, since we've moved to Texas, my kids say the same thing. That how fast the days go. Do they? It's amazing. When kids are saying it, I think there's something to it. It's it's a weird thing because, to me, to me, mm -hmm. this has seemed crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think our phones are down, so we're not going to be able to ask people if they feel the same way. Uh, do our phones work right now, or do they? No. Triple eight seven two seven back. Our I guess we got issues off. in New York. So, um, but, but I'd love to. I'd love to have the answer to this question. Everybody in New York uh, is uh, has left because of Ebola. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> shut it down. A year seems like a month. A month is like a week, and uh, a week is like a day to me now. It, it, that's the perception. It's completely changed like that. For me, but to it's me, it's fast. almost that bad. I mean, do you remember when you were a kid and it'd be summer break and summer would like last forever? Ever. Summer is gone before you even have a chance to realize it's here now. Christmas comes around so fast, year after year. You don't have any of that sense? Maybe a little bit. I think as you get, I think it's partially, I think, well, this is what I really, you know, I have an actual theory on this phenomenon. Do you? Yes. And it is? Uh, so part of it, I do think, is the typical one that is, you know, as you get older, you do get busier. You know, you fill your time up more. Right. And I do feel like that's Explain children. Explain children experience, uh, feeling that phenomenon. Well, I, I, I mean, I can't ask my children. They have the, the Explain our children. Well, I, I don't. I, Explain I it. I don't know Explain your children Explain well. my kids and Jeffy's having that experience. experience. the same thing. Come on. Um, okay, well, th this, th my theory it. does not explain that because I also... And your theory is flawed. It may be flawed. It may not. Let's hear your it's stupid just, It's just like the theory. thing I'm like saying. Go ahead. Stopping <laughs> Ebola patients from flying in may be flawed because someone could get in. Okay. But I'm going to say this is a more general <laughs> theory of life. I'm not, right, I'm not questioning it. your particular issue here. All right. I believe that people say that as they get older yes, because every measure of time thing. is a smaller percentage yeah. of your life. Right. So like when you are seven years old, uh, a year mm -hmm. is 14% of your life. So it feels like it's a mm -hmm. long, long time. But when you're 50, it's only 2% of your life. Yeah. So it feels like it's going faster. You have a long perspective, and then it just winds up, uh, it gets smaller every single year until you die. Uh, and then when you're Jeffy's age, it, you know, a year is one one thousandth of a percent of your life. And so it doesn't feel like it's just like blowing by like that. That is that's, the general theory of many people. Yeah. Is it? You, I don't you, think it's a percentage. Older. It's, it's, yeah, but that's different than you're just getting older and you change your perspective or things change. It's, it, I think there's a, like a mathematical reason. Yeah, yes, and I think that's generally true. However, when you're 16 and you still you feel the, as, as I do, then it seems to me there's something going on. Maybe. I don't, I, I've, I've many times said I thought time was going by faster, but I, it's, it, that's just the, I don't know, it seems like a personal sense. I'm sure if we had our phones up, there'd be somebody out there who would think, ah, you know what, no. I don't think it's going. Like I don't feel like Which it's going faster. Our phones up now. Do we have them up now? No, we don't. We How about now? Now we. What do. about right now? We no. Oh, we do. Uh, now, now we don't. Since uh, we everybody left don't. New York because of Ebola, there takes longer to get back. Okay. So here we are again at Halloween, and uh, I, I've got I've completely unprepared for it because it seems like it should be. I don't know, May. What do you prepare for Halloween? Like, well, you what get candy. Well, you get candy. You get, get candy. Yeah, that's a stop at the yeah. CVS on the way home. You what get, do you need to prepare for? You prepare your <laughs> decorations. You prepare yeah. your... By the way, I saw mm. this uh, amazing video of a house that had been done by some 25-year-old guy 
who did his neighbor's yard um, and, you know, did like a, you know, the Christmas lights set to music. He mm -hmm. did that for Halloween, mm -hmm. and it's really cool. And he set it to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by nice. Queen. And it is phenomenal. Look for it on YouTube. It's like Bohemian Rhapsody Halloween house or something, and you'll see it. But did a great job. But more people, it seems like more people do that kind of stuff now for Halloween yeah. than when I was a kid. A lot more decorating, oh a lot more time spent doing Halloween-type stuff. Do you see that, too, or not? Yeah, it seems like more decorating and less trick-or-treating. Yes. You know, which is weird. I think that's accurate. I think people are just too freaked out. Like, I was thinking about this. My son and there's is, no reason to be, by yeah. the way. You no. know, the, they are freaked out by the candy <laughs> and the tainted and the you're no, more dangerous. When not more fact, dangerous. When, in fact, and it does seem that way, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody with being protective of my kids, but the fact is, for violent crime, for any kind of crime against uh, children, for any kind of crime at all, uh, it's all down yeah, from all when right. we were younger. Way down. Everything's down. Violent crime is down. Uh, robberies, I think, are down. It, crime is not as high as it was. No, it's true. Uh, but I was thinking about you know, having my, you know, kid, my kid who's three years old, my, other, my daughter is almost two. How do they feel about time speeding up? They feel the same exact way yep. you do, Jeffy. I knew it. Yep. So uh, anyway, as I, was, as I was saying, uh, you get to that point with like where I can't imagine. I mean, he, you know, he's only three and she's only two, but I can't imagine letting them go out on their own, walking around streets in, in a costumes. Couple, like, in a couple of years, you're going to be dealing with that. Yeah. yeah I mean, but, 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 when they're six when, or when they're eight. When you release them into the 10. wild like that, though, like you're just saying, like, all right, see you in a couple hours. Like that to me is, I don't know, 25. Is that about the right time? Yes. It's about 25 yeah, years old is. when you would do it that? Is, I mean, when I was, it is now. When I was eight years old. Eight, oh. nine, ten. Get out. I was out with my friends. Get out. Yeah. My parents had nothing to do with trick-or-treating. Nothing. No. When they, you're really said, young, they would walk around. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, when you're really young, like four, five, six, seven. Yeah. But when you're eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, you're out with your friends, running around the street, having a good time. Oh, my God. I, had to I don't see any of that take anymore. Take my younger brother around a couple of blocks and walk him around a couple of blocks so my folks would I'd bring him home. There you go. You went trick-or-treating. I'm out. And yeah. then you would go out back out. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm as guilty as anybody because I didn't allow my kids when they were eight Not to be out by themselves. There's Not no a way. And there's no. I, I was out with them. I don't know why. Right? I don't either. There's no reason. I don't either. It's not and like you live in you live in the worst neighborhood in America. I mean, it's like no. You it just people. You it just. I don't know if it's just all the. It might be all the media. It might just be all that stuff yeah. washing over us all the time. Someone's always getting killed on the news. There's always another, you know, terrifying movie that comes out. You know, every right. series. Mm -hmm. I was watching I think movies uh, have something to do with it. When I was at um, uh, uh, up at the hospital uh, in Connecticut uh, for my dad, we're, we, in the waiting room, I mean, you'd get kicked out of the room a lot, you know, and and you'd go out to the waiting room, and the TV was on, and the TV was on USA Network, and what USA Network airs right now, and at least, seeming, at least in my experience, right now all throughout the day, is essentially a 24-hour marathon of Law & Order SVU. This is a show oh, about oh, how yeah. every, every episode features a violent rape to start it. Everyone! It's as if rapes are happening all the time if you watch USA Network. It's, a, it's the rape network, apparently. Well, one in two Americans have been raped. One, uh, yeah. one in two. And the, other, the, the one that hasn't been raped are men. 
Yeah, and you know that, now you know even the men sexually assaulted, just not raped. Yeah, right, that's true. Every <laughs> American adult has been raped. But I mean, you and I know it's an ex, it's a thing. But like you watch this, and it's like people watch these shows all the time. They love the yeah. CSIs. Jeffy watches every television show that, that airs, <laughs> and so you really must you must feel it. But it's it's amazing, man. It really it does. And I, I do feel like that's part of it. And for Halloween, it's kind of interesting because I've known for a really long time that the urban legend of yeah. the tainted Halloween candy. Is just that. It's an urban legend. It's never happened. There has never been a confirmed case ever of a razor blade being inserted in an apple. And yet we take our we take our food to be x-rayed for that reason to a hospital emergency room and they announce they announce it every week every year. Uh, Baylor Hospital will be doing uh, x-rays for free of your Halloween candy if you bring a buy between this hour and this hour. How crazy is what? that? What? It's There's never, never happened. happened. Yeah. The other thing that's never happened is other than one case in Houston, and we've talked about this a hundred times on this show, one case in Houston, the candy man, uh, he poisoned his own son. Not other trick-or-treaters, but he poisoned, I think with arsenic, a pixie stick, and the, the kid took it and, and died, and, and I think he was on death row for that. Um, but he didn't poison other trick-or-treaters. It's never happened outside of that case. It's never happened anywhere else in America. How the hell did he get caught doing that? I was thinking this. Amazing. I was just I don't thinking know. the same thing. How do you get caught doing that? It, I mean, look, I'm, this is, I'm not. Well, I think the insurance policy. And I, I don't know how they then started. Right, but like you're, you have someone who's going, or you're going around and you're collecting candy from 100 or 200 yeah. random homes. That's what he probably thought. That's probably what he thought. Like, how yeah. are they going to know? They're going to know it's someone on the trick-or-treating route, but they're not going right. to know who it is. And but, that was like know. 1972 or three yeah. or four or something. So it was a long time ago when they caught him. And it's kind of interesting because, yeah, how how did he get caught? Weird, right? He must have broke down. I got to read the story. He must have broke down. He may have. Story. And and the other thing is, he probably took out the policy shortly before Halloween, maybe, and it was probably a large policy. Yeah, if you're, if and you're, you, whoever insures their kids for huge amounts. Most of money. likely, if you're looking to kill your kid, uh, you're not thinking to. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're not yeah. the smartest person. Mistakes along the way, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. The other thing too is. Why would anyone buy an insurance policy for their kid? Because the problem with it is, yeah, it, it, look, you could have a terrible thing and, and something goes wrong and, and, and I mean, it's going to kill you, right? I mean, you know, yeah. but, and you're like, okay, well, you know, at least there's some, you get some monetary way of, of paying for things. Other or than a death benefit, like you've said, because that cost is high. Yeah, yeah. Other right. than the right. cost of. But the point is, though, if, if you have an insurance policy and your kid dies, you're automatically the number one suspect. You're yeah. automatically uh, thought of as the, well, you had an insurance policy in her kid. So if the insurance policy pays off, you become a murder suspect. Like, that's not a good <laughs> yes. insurance policy. Just save the money. Save the premiums, I think, on that one. And leave your kid alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trip, also leave your kid yeah. alone. Triple eight seven two seven back. We're talking to you. Yeah. Jeffy. Pull out alone. Jeffy, leave him alone. Who has, okay. You could be a leave suspect in anything. Actually, to prove it. I would say that most people would they'd be like, well, maybe Jeffy shouldn't leave their kid alone anymore. He's already just letting them do whatever they want. Absolutely. <laughs> Go on. Mona. Uh, from 538, we have this uh, Dear Mona. Uh, I, uh, who doesn't read Dear Mona? Oh, I mean, <laughs> this is good stuff. aren't we all kind of there? I do, Dear Mona? I, I do read Dear you do? Mona. Yeah, no, you, you know. Yeah, I do. I read, do you I read really? the site. I've read her articles before. 
I have you read the article, which is the fastest checkout lane at the grocery store? I'm about to. <laughs> uh, I couldn't find my much research on express lanes specifically, but one paper from Amsterdam found the reduction in wait times for express lane customers didn't offset the overall increase in wait times for everyone. I feel like that's true. Um, and I know this is a weird topic and it's not like uh, crucial to your life, but this is one of those stories where like it's going to affect my life more than when we talk about, um, you know, Ebola or ISIS mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, some Pat. Yeah. You're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was thinking about just doing the show from this vantage point. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? I don't think it's a good idea. You don't? No, because then... All right. then I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. Is I'm thinking about we've done a whole segment on Halloween, uh -huh. but now we're going into the grocery store segment, and yes. there is no food here. There is food. It's in the last segment. It's always in the last segment on Fridays. There is food? It's the last what? segment on Fridays. Why don't we... Let's... There's no candy All right, either. we'll be right back. I'm Pat. <laughs> the last no, segment around yet. the corner. <laughs> I want food! I go... want food! No, we can't go to break. What kind of food do we have coming up? Let me look. Natasha, we got zombie food. food. No, we don't have food. There's no food in the last one. No, it's Friday. Holy crap. No, there's no food. Stu just lied to us. Stu, you lied. To our face. You lied through your communist <laughs> teeth. That's not my lie. Wow, that's an ugly, ugly I think lie. what's happened here is our staff has dropped the ball again. I think yeah, you happened. knew that, though. Where, you you just lied to us, and now you're blaming where's it the, food? the staff, Barack Obama. Wow. Where's the food? Wow. Answer that question. Where's the food? Where's our spoons? None of you can answer that. Our Friday spoons We do spoons segment. on Fridays. We try a new food that's available. Is this a new show to you people? This is one of the most successful shows that's ever been broadcast on any medium. Yes. A lot of people. It's on the list of total. If you, if you take every show mm -hmm. and, you, and you rank them one to whatever, and, and you mm -hmm. say what show is the most watched show, the most famous show, we are on that list. Yes. Yes. And many have said it's the greatest show ever done. Have said that. Some people have said that. People have, yeah, I would say many have, have, said, have said that. They're also reporting okay. that behind the scenes, Tuber Gear was pissed there wasn't any food on Yes! Oh, behind the scenes, he went crazy. Oh. The question, seriously, is where's the food? That's the question I'm asking. <laughs> right. But at the grocery store checkout line, oh, according oh, to right. Mona, what did Mona find out? Uh, okay, because uh, I, I, I will say this. When you go into a, um, uh, you're, you're coming down the convenience store, the Walmart, the Target, or whatever, mm -hmm. coming up uh, towards the uh, lines, I tend to shy away from the express lane because I feel like it's a scam. Like, it's one of those things where I get in that line and I feel like I'm there three times as long. Can I tell you what pisses me off? I can. Yeah, yeah, I would like to listen to it. <laughs> a lot of times those those lines are, they used to be at about 10 items, right? Now they're 15 yeah. sometimes. Sometimes they're 20. Sometimes they're 20. Pushing it to 20. But you know when they're 10 or 15 and you've got a guy with half of the shopping cart filled. Yes. yes. And he's trying to get away with yes. 10, 10 or 15 items. Oh, and my you're gosh, like, yes. The hell is, hey, what's the matter with you? Hey, pal, mm -hmm. uh, back off. Get out of this line. It really okay? does get you angry. I really, I, I get hacked off about you that. Should. I do. It so makes me mad. Because the cashiers can't say no. No, right, they, they can't. Really can't. You're, if you're, they can't say, sir, say no. there's like 38 items in there. Get out of this line. I've never seen that happen. No. no. But they should because what does the sign say? It says 15 items. I know, but I've just got I've just got a few more. I've got to get through. I need to get out. Right. One of them, them, I think yes. it's Walmart, says about 20 items. About so you don't 20. have to count. So 23 
27 you're through. You're probably okay. If you're at 86, you, do you get to that? I don't think you're at no, about no. anymore. Do you get to that point, though, where you're, because a lot of times I'll be like, well, I have I have nine bottles of soda, but it's all soda. That's one. Right, that's one. You count that as one. <laughs> oh, yeah. One. I've done that. <laughs> I thought so. I couldn't have been the only one who's tried that one. I've done that. Um, well, some of it's like, okay, you get a, you know, you get a pack of a bunch of small things. That, that shouldn't yeah. count. No. And I don't know why. It should count for other people, though. Yes. You know, no. um, for other people, it should, it should count. count yes, it should. Will Ste- uh, Wes Stevenson, excuse me, a professional data you analyst. You called him Will for a minute. <laughs> found that a single line is more likely to mean a shorter wait. One reason is that models like these overestimate the difference between single and multiple lines because they don't take into account some human behaviors. Aside from careful selection, you might also switch lanes, mm-hmm. known as jockeying, in the oh, the- boy. They have a, a they, they actually say the queuing theory textbooks. There are textbooks about queuing theory? Weird. Weird. Uh, and this is, you know, so it's, the problem here is that somebody played, um, uh, uh, what was the name of that? Uh, roller Coaster Tycoon? And uh, what was the other? There was a, did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Either of you guys? No. I think that's what it was called. I think it was called Roller Coaster Tycoon. And it was basically like, remember SimCity? It was like SimCity for uh, amusement parks. So you would build an amusement park, and you'd have to put, like, the food things in the right areas, and then you'd have to build the lines for your roller coasters to try to get people through them as, as fast oh, as nice. you can. Okay. I swear it's just people just – that's what a queuing textbook is. It's just someone played that video game too long. Um, to be, and I <laughs> remember walking, true. walking by my office, and I would just like – because you want to get enough money to build new roller coasters, so you just leave, leave the park open and just walk away from your computer for, like, a half an hour, and you just walk by and you just hear people screaming going down your roller coaster. And occasionally it would, like, crash. And then you wouldn't be there to take care of it. It's tragic. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I have a, uh, a... It doesn't really say. It doesn't really give you. It, What's the yeah, answer? This is just a bunch of jibber It's kind of weird. Job. I was reading ahead. Come on, Mona. And uh, there's, there doesn't seem to be resolved. We don't have the whole article here. Is there, was there an answer at the end of this article? Does anyone know? Andrew, do we have a... It just okay. says you're, you're not got... satisfied with your grocery experience. Uh, so... I, I don't know how that was resolved. I, I feel like Weird. they're. Uh, did you go to the automated lines? Did you attempt that? Yes, I do. Yes, I'll I do, do it. Like if I if I have anything out of the ordinary, I won't do it. Like mm-hmm. if I have um, you know a fridge pack of soda with a very visible you know you got that. Okay, I'll do that. I'll go. But if I try like produce, no way. You put a banana on there, then mm-hmm. you got to find a code or something. You got to type that in. Code. Code's right on the, right on the yeah. tag, though. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes yeah, the code it's comes up off. on the screen, though. Also, yeah, it does. No, it's really easy. I, I like the self-serve. Plus, thing. the self the really self checkout is actually better better when you have it's easy more than that twenty four or twenty five <laughs> pushing that about twenty, mm-hmm. but less than a bunch that you want to wait in line and wait behind people that have a shopping cart full of food. So you just get to that yeah. self-checkout, you're out. Yeah, if you if you have 30 items, you don't want to go through the self-checkout thing, right? Yeah. I don't, anyway. Yeah. It's faster with a checkout person. I, I think if you could go go up, that. it's always faster if if there's no line. But there's always a line. And then they, get, they have that nice, they have that thing where, because I go to home, when I go to Home Depot, and I, I get, they have a, or it's Lowe's, one of the two. They both have it. And they, they both have it. And it's one of those things where they have the, the, the express check on. There's four of them mm-hmm. where you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But it, without exception, every time I go through the line, something doesn't work. So the one person now has to come over and walk over to me and walk yes. me through how to do it. Yeah. So then it's one person serving four registers, and it's actually much slower. Yeah, what I like is when you get the boop. Place it in the bag. You put it in the bag. Remove item from the from the checkout bag area. So you take it out. Yeah. Put it back yes. in the bag. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't like ah! it. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, a-hole, why are you stealing that? Hey, a-hole, I'm not stealing it. I swear, I swear they try to, like, because they, that's what the bag thing is for. Hello, right? How many times mm -hmm. you got to yell, I'm not stealing that, for them to believe you? You seem to have a well, different well, experience than the one I'm describing. Yeah, that's not exactly what we're t discussing, Jeffy. But, uh, all right, 888 back. There's more patents due uh, eventually. You know, it's inevitable, frankly. Deal with it. Seriously, trick it? Mm -hmm. I guess so. All right, seriously, uh, wheel it. Food. I can't say it. Wheel it in. All right, time for spoons. Okay, yeah, spoon segment. Food. 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 Wheel it in. Food. Wheel food. in the food. Big food. Wheel Big in food. the food. Wheel in the food. All right, so here comes the steak. Today we're trying a new steak that is from Japan called uh, Kobe beef. No, no. Uh, this is beef that has been massaged its entire life no. and fed only the best of grasses, and it, they massage it like four times a day, and so it's unbelievably tender. No, it has not been allowed. They're hardly even allowed to walk, and so they haven't even been on a treadmill, these cows. And so they, uh, they go ahead and... And they be kill the these cows, <laughs> and then they ship it over to the United States. It's about a hundred and twenty dollars a pound because uh, it's so incredibly delicious. So go ahead, Pat, we bring out the medium rare Kobe beef. We had a slight, slight change Japan. in plans. Slight change in plans. We did. Yeah. Instead of Kobe what? beef, we'll be doing a half-eaten box of cookie crisp. So we just wait. Just ran well, you might want to turn on your microphone, which is not on. They just ran a spoons promo. Well, yeah. And there's no food? Well, no I, we food. have that. That's almost as bad as a doctor that has Ebola and doesn't tell anybody. Right? That's criminal. It is criminal. Is it's it, criminal negligence. It's cookie crisp. Yeah, I don't want so, uh, has, uh, like Just so you guys know, it has 25% of your daily allotment of niacin. <laughs> no. I've been looking for a niacin supply for a while. Do you need anything else? Niacin. <laughs> I mean, cereal is probably the only place you get niacin <laughs> just anymore. Just ask question. Oh, okay. Not I care. All right. Whatever. Whatever. We, we actually don't have a spoons segment. Let here. me ask you let me ask you a serious question. All right. Tom Brokaw does the news. Yeah. Last break of the news, what does he do? He eats a new food. Okay? <laughs> no, Peter yeah. Jennings. He actually he does, did the news. Does the news. Uh -huh. Last does break he? of the news, he'd he have a hey, there's a new cheesesteak place in, in town. I'm gonna mm -hmm. try this cheesesteak. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, Brian Williams. Uh, uh, yeah. Does the news. How about Tim Russell? Tim Russert, the last segment of every Meet the Press mm -hmm. was him trying mm -hmm. some new brand of kind of Fritos, I believe. Mm -hmm. Was was generally what it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. But as at any time, I'll, I'm sorry, I'll let you ask your question. No, I mean, why I, is that I, happening here? Are we the one show that doesn't end with a wonderful all, food segment? All that, do those guys ever get get to the point where they say, where's the food? Where's the food? I doubt no, it. They don't. Did you Peter Jennings, Jennings ever say, say this is no, the last the segment? Where's the food? No, the food was just there, Jeffy. I mean, he's food dead was just now, there. so we can't really ask him. We could, well, he yeah. might be saying it now, but I, when he was doing the show, he wasn't saying it. Okay. All right. The one show. We're the one show that doesn't end with food. I think. It's oh, possible. What? Freaking show. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Um, zombies. 
coming up next week, Halloween. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jeffy watches a show. Uh, what is it? Walking Dead, right? Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, you love it too. I love Walking show. Dead. This Isn't season's like been really good. Nine hundred million too. people watch that season. Does that show? Season two's been really good. We're into Does episode it? three of season five this Sunday. Good stuff. Of season wait. Yeah, season five. I, we need to make, start making a list of all the shows Jeffy watches. Because uh, everything. There has it's to everything. be, seriously, a hundred no, shows. I catch you're a couple of shows on Netflix. Like you, get, you, you have a weekend where you catch a show, and so you've uh -huh. seen it. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. You watch a lot of television. You really a do. A lot. A lot. A ton. I DVR some of the new shows and mm -hmm. catch them. You plus, I have, plus, I have a TV watcher. I have, I have my wife. She catches some shows and lets me know if I need to watch them or not. Mm -hmm. You have a TV watcher? Yeah, my wife does. She's a TV watcher. Okay. Let's me know if I need to watch a show or not. <laughs> All right. So could zombies exist? BuzzFeed says, I think, kind of. So let's watch. All right. I'm ready. The human brain is a magnificent organ. Mm. It recognizes your emotions and controls your actions. Could it be altered to turn a person into a zombie? Yes. Let's take a look inside. The amygdala processes emotions. Damage to the amygdala could cause a lack of rational fear and anger, making your decision-making emotionless and zombie-like. Mm -hmm. Drugs like PCP no. may affect your brain systems and cause hallucination. No, it has no, been reported that PCP has led to anthropophagic incidents or people-eating. Abuse of anabolic steroids can affect chemicals in your brain that influence your mood potentially resulting in violent mood swings and wild displays of aggression. The prefrontal cortex is a part of your brain that controls emotional responses. Damage can sometimes cause a lack of empathy. Watch as Karen eats her father and murders her mother. The parietal lobe is a part of your brain that interprets pain. If damaged, it could result in the lack of sensation in certain body parts. This individual barely notices that he's taken a bullet to the chest. So it turns out anyone could become a zombie, even you. Okay, so they seem to say yes. Now, they just got $50 million in additional funding. It might Who be did? time, BuzzFeed, might be time to, to go after a voice person. Just to, to, I mean, you're spending all of this money yeah. to produce these pretty intricate things. I think maybe... A few hundred dollars a month to get somebody on retainer <laughs> that, that actually voices things for a living. Who'd they get $50 million from? Uh, Andreessen Horowitz. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Did they really? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, BuzzFeed's a huge site, man. They, they, they know what so they're doing. So are we. Oh, we suck. Where's Andreessen Horowitz with the blaze? Come on. <laughs> Step up, boys. <laughs> Step up. This is our investment pitch. Step uh, up. Okay, guys, come on. You come gave on. Them. Why not us? I come mean, on. I mean, seriously, what could we do with $50 million? Can you imagine? We got I'll tell you one million thing dollars. Have 50 million we'd have food here. Thank you. Great. Point, That's what Jeffy. I was thinking. Colby beef. You know who has and food? And it wouldn't be that American thing, that Wagyu thing from America either. No. Where we don't right. massage the cow. It's the same, no, supposedly, it's the same DNA strain, but we don't even massage the cow four times a day. Not even once a day. So, of course, it's not as tender as the be, Japanese. You think people one. would want that job, too, cow massaging? Um, <laughs> what people would <laughs> what want that? What the hell kind of admission was that? <laughs> I'm just saying you'd think people would want that position. No, I wouldn't think no, that. I wouldn't think so. I would be. not think uh, that. Can I say this, though, however? I have read, and I, I'm not, I cannot say with 100% certitude that this is accurate. However, I have read there is absolutely no Kobe beef in the United States. You literally cannot get it here. No, I know. 
Is that true? Yes, so I, you, I think you, it is. So yeah. you've never had Kobe beef? I've you've never, never been had to Japan? It. Never had it. So no, you, I, all the beef that they well, say I is Kobe, Kobe beef. And I went to a really nice Kobe, Kobe beef. beef. Uh, okay. We went out to, uh, we, had our, we had our uh, anniversary. Was it last week or the week before or whatever? And, uh, and so we went out to a nice place to eat and in town. And I, they said they had Kobe beef on the menu. So I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I'm going to try. I don't care what it costs. Tonight, I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm going to have some. And so the waiter comes to the table. He's like, I'm like, so you guys have Kobe beef? I've never seen that in America. Yeah, it's the Wagyu beef from America. It's not the Japanese Kobe. What? Why are you calling it Kobe beef then if it's not? Well, it's the same DNA strain. It just hasn't been massaged. I think that's what I had. I think, yeah, I've, I've had. had I've had that. I've had, no, I've had it's Kobe good. beef before. It's good. But, I mean, it, it's, is it that much n more noticeably good than prime no it's really not it's about the same yeah as far as i can tell so but there is i mean we need to have the massage cut. yeah but i want to try it does I seem like the, the update to the story is it seems like some kobe beef is finally trickling in the oh United is it States. really we'll, maybe we'll give you that story on monday until then eat good old crappy american hamburger and next week i want kobe beef here for where is the kobe, kobe beef